Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. How are you doing today? It's a wonderful day. Guess why? I am watching Matlock. You know the show Matlock starring Andy Griffith? I watch it all the time, but I'm really watching it now. Now, Liz, Elisa, and Fernando... Guess who's on there? And you're we're all on the same time zone, so you can watch Desi Arnaz Jr. on Madlock at this very moment. Yay! <laughs> I'm recording it. That's why I have time to talk to you. I was too excited not to tell. So you could turn the TV on if you're at work to say, excuse me, and go to the restroom and watch it. <laughs> oh, and I must tell you, I received the most wonderful gift from Lori. Lori is not just a fan. I consider her a friend. We have become really, really close. Talking about Lucille Ball. I love Lucy and all that goes with it. And she sent me, don't get jealous, because I had a wild moment. Over 100. I love Lucy. And here's Lucy. Trading cards. Yes. There are trading cards that were published and produced by Pacific Trading Cards, Inc. in 1991. Part of CBS Studios. And she was so kind and so sweet to send them to me. And I cannot tell you how much fun we have had at my house with these cards. Oh, my God. When the package came, we were just like, ah, and I'm like, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> that says me. But I'll share. <laughs> you could look. You can wonder, you can just be amazed like I am, but those cards are for me. And they are so great. The cards on the front show different episodes and pictures from the from the scenes of I Love Lucy. And some of them have picked, wait, some of these actually have pictures of their home life in Chatsworth with the kids. When the kids were young, they even have pictures of Lucy and Desi with their grandchildren. Yes, with the children of Lucy Arnaz and Lawrence Luckenbill. I am so, so, so grateful. Lori, thank you so, so much. And thank you for your support. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. And Liz, you know how much I just appreciate you. And bringing Elisa and Fernando along to be subscribers to the show. I appreciate you guys so much. Your support really, really keeps this show going and makes me smile. I am so grateful to all of you so, so very much. Thank you. Thank you. And we're going to go through some of these because at, look, some of these cards have quizzes on the back. They tell you a little bit about this show, the episode itself, the title and what it's about. And then some of them have quizzes attached and almost ashamed to say, but I'll just say it. I got some of them wrong. <laughs> I thought I was a Lucy Arnaz, Desi Arnaz. I love Lucy. I thought I knew just about everything, but I actually got some wrong. So I'm going to give you those ones today and I'm going to see, we're going to see if you know more than I do. 
maybe you'll get them right. We'll see later on. Okay, so let's get into this. This is Women's History Month, National Women's History Month. First, we had a day, Mother's Day. Now we have a month. I am so proud of us because women have done so much in history. So, 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 so much. And I think a lot of this is because of the efforts of Lucille Ball. I believe, I know it's just me, but I personally believe, personally believe that Lucille Ball paved the way for so many women to have that can-do spirit. I really, really do. I don't believe that a lot of us and a lot of other women may have challenged themselves to be their greatness, to achieve their their dreams, to pursue their happiness, had it not been for the for the example that Lucille Ball set for women everywhere. And I think if you're going to have a National Women's History Month, you absolutely, I mean absolutely, must pay homage to Lucille Ball. You cannot, cannot, cannot leave her out. And there are some great institutions associated with this month. They're going to have some great things for women this month. The the Library of Congress, the National Archives and Records Administration, the National Endowment for the Humanities, the National Gallery of Art, the National Park Service. What? Wait, what? Yes. Smithsonian Institute. Yes, of course. Duh. Smithsonian. Lucille Ball. Yeah, yeah. Go together. The United States Holocaust Memorial Museum is also, also, also honoring women this year. Yes, we've got great events planned at all these places. The Women's Leadership in Tech is Vivian Wang Ming, I'm sorry, is going to be giving a presentation. Don't miss that. The Afro Afrofutrism future. Okay, that's as close as I'm going to get to that one. <laughs> is having an event called "I Go to Prepare a Place for You" by Bisa Butler. Now, if that doesn't describe Lucille Ball, I don't know what does. "I Go to Prepare a Place for You." What? Go on and start clapping, Carol Burnett. Go on and start clapping all the women comedians that came after her because she did prepare a place for you. What? Yes. Maya Lynn is going to be at the Smithsonian Gardens giving an event. The Library of Congress is going to have two women in photography. (laughs) Ann Tucker is doing a presentation called, and I love this, Not an Ostrich. What does that describe women now or what? Women then And women now, the suffragettes, the Lucille Balls, the Carol Burnett's, you know, if being an ostrich, I, I believe, tell me if I'm wrong, means sticking your head in the sand and just accepting whatever goes on. Not being an ostrich is what Ann Tucker is going to be presenting at the Library of Congress. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Also, Bonnie Morris is going to be talking about the first women-run record company, Olivia Records. Olivia. What a beautiful name. Olivia Records was the first woman-run 
Record Company. And Bonnie Morris is going to be giving a presentation hosting at the Library of Congress. Yay! Everybody give an applause for all the wonderful women that have come before us that have paved the way for all the wonderful comedians that came after them. I appreciate you. I still appreciate you. Lucille Ball, Mrs. Lucille Ball Arnez herself, 15 awards and nominations. Not 14, not one. 15, right? She got the Golden Globe Cecil B. DeMille Award in 1979, right? The Governor's Award from the Academy of Television, Arts, and Science in 1989. And least we not forget the controversial, the one that set my girdle on fire, the Lifetime Achievement Award that was taken from her and auctioned off. I'm not going to get into, because you guys know how I feel about that. That just, ooh, that rubbed me. the. It was like Brillo on my skin for you to take someone's award. Lifetime Achievement Award. <laughs> You're going to take Lucille Ball's Lifetime Achievement Award. What did you do? I didn't see your show. Not going to call your name, but you know who you are. We all know who you are. But anyway, you can take the award, but you cannot take the achievement. What? No. She also, Liz, also sent me a book that I had not seen before. And I thought, I tell you what, I really thought, here I go thinking again. Yes, I know. My boyfriend tells me all the time, stop thinking, just, just read. Okay, so anyway, I read it. It's called Lucy, and it's by Anne McGarry, M-C-G-A-R-R-Y. Wonderful book. I love it. Thank you so, so much, Liz, for sharing all these wonderful things. The pictures in this book are just so nice and clear. And they show so many scenes from I Love Lucy. It's all about Lucille Ball's life, family, and accomplishments. And they are beautiful pictures in here. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful pictures in here with her and Dean Martin, Bob Hope, Jimmy Stewart, Danny Kaye, Ed Sullivan, Jean Kelly, Jackie Gleason. What, what, what? I can go on and on. But I'd rather you get the book. <laughs> One. Okay. You know, I get in my feelings because this is my favorite family next to mine. Anne McGrary, Annie. Okay, I'm sorry. Annie has an uh, article in here, that she, uh, comment, whatever, that she wrote. Oh, first. Happy birthday, Desi Arnaz. God love you, so do we. She read, she has a statement in here. I'm going to say statement because it's, it's, it sounds like something I'd like to take to court. What? Yes. I watch a lot of court TV. Can you tell? But there's a statement in here that she says about in regard to Desi Arnaz that I took offense to. I'm sorry. That's just my personal feeling. I took offense to this comment, which says, and I quote, Desi Arnaz made. A lot of movies, if you can call a few a lot. Um, most were forgettable. End quote. How rude. How rude. Why would you say that? Why, if you didn't like them, that's fine. Everyone has different taste. I get it. But to say most of the movies that Desi Arnaz made were forgettable, I Googled you 
I can't find one movie you were in, wrote, produced, or set in the audience of. So please, people, stop. Stop thinking it's okay to just discredit someone and walk away. Oh, it was forgettable. Maybe you forgot it. How about that? How about that? How about just giving respect where respect is due? How about just giving respect, period? Desi Arnaz made this movie, that movie, this movie, that movie. Say that. Don't say most we're forgettable. Anyway, okay, I went on one. But <laughs> I do that when it comes to, this, to Lucy and Desi. I just do. I can't help it. That's why I'm here. But one thing I did learn in this book, and I'll give Miss Annie credit for, I did not know. In the movie Yours, Mine, and Ours, uh, 1968, that Lucy did with Henry Fonda, one of their children was actually Tracy Nelson. Someone else that Lucy gave a step up to. Because I know her career went on after that. Tracy Nelson is the daughter of... Ricky Nelson. We know who Ricky Nelson is, right? That's Ozzie and Harriet's baby boy. Well, this little girl in this movie, Yours, Mine, and Ours, is Tracy Nelson. Get the book. Check on page 67. Now that I know that, I can see him in her face. Yep, right there. Tracy Nelson. Because Lucy wasn't the kind of, she didn't do rude things. She was, she was more of the kind of person, if she saw you trying to climb, it wasn't a crab in the buckets mentality for her. She would reach in that bucket and pull that, pull you up. She would pull you up, give you a chance. And she never would give up on you. Remember the, the, the uh, Mission Impossible situation with Stephen Hill? She didn't give up on him. The network was like, no, no, he's costing us too much money. He's slowing down production, production, slowing down production costs us money. What did Lucy do? Did she say, oh, get rid of him, get rid of him, get someone else. There are too many people out here who can do that role. No, she went down those stairs and had a talk with him. She sat and down and talked to him and treated him like a real person, a human being with feelings and aspirations. She didn't kick people. That's why she was so successful. Okay. And Desi Arnaz wasn't no, wasn't no, uh, come on. He was not, nothing forgettable. That's the wrong word to use. For Desi Arnaz. And I'll say it again. Happy birthday, sir. That's the wrong word. This man brought way too much. Way too much. And did you know that I also found out from the um, magazine that Liz, that I'm sorry, that Lori sent me. The 1989 People publication with Lucille Ball on the cover. Get it. Get it. If you have, I don't know. I don't know how you're going to find it. I can't help you. I got mine. <laughs> But this magazine is so cool. But I found out that I, which I did not know at first. You know, we all know that Lucy started, uh, she was on a radio show called My Favorite Husband. I believe Gail Gordon was on the show as well. Okay, we, we pretty much know that. But what we did not know, what I did not know, until I got this wonderful book from Lori, is that Desi Arnaz had his own radio show. Did you know that? No? Okay. You got to get these books. These books have so much information. So, so, so much information. But in the book that Lori sent, 
It tells us that Desi Arnaz had his own radio show in 1951 called Your Tropical Trip. Yeah, Desi Arnaz, radio show. I have got to hear this. I can only imagine with his accent, his intelligence, and his information on tropical living being from you know, come on, being from Cuba, what? What else is tropical? That this has got to be one of the best radio shows ever. So I've got to find, if you find it, will you please email me or go to the, go to my Facebook page, to our Facebook page, I Love Lucy Too, and send me a note and let me know because I've been looking, 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 and I have not been able to find it. But guess what I did find? Now this gave me pause. I was like, I knew she was phenomenal. What does Maya Angelou say? Phenomenal woman, phenomenally. I knew that Lucille Ball was phenomenal and so personable that she had friends across the globe. She didn't pick her friends because of what they did or what they had or who they were. She picked her friends based on what kind of person they were, their characteristics, That's how she picked her friends. And uh, Lucille Ball and Sammy Davis Jr. were very close. Not a lot of information out there. If you don't think I'm if you don't think I'm right, I can send it to you. They were very, very close. And I found an interview with you won't believe who. Go ahead. Start guessing. I'll give you a hint. Comedian. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. I, I can't wait any longer. Eddie Murphy. What? Yes. Eddie Murphy. And in his interview, he proudly stated that Sammy Davis Jr. would host movie nights at his home on Tuesday nights. I, I, I didn't get invited. I, I, maybe I didn't get my mail. But I didn't get invited. I feel left out. But anyway, Eddie Murphy, of course, would attend these movie nights along with, write this down, Michael Jackson and Lucille Ball. Yes. Movie nights every Tuesday at Sammy Davis Jr.'s house with Eddie Murphy, Michael Jackson, and Lucille Ball. I would love to have been. Let me just, can I make the popcorn? <laughs> can I roll the tape? I would have loved to have been a part of that. But who would have put these two together or these three together? But that's who she was. Lucy, Lucille Ball recognized early, early in her life the, what's the right word? Um, the dumbness. That's, that's, I'm, I'm not smart. <laughs> the dumbness of racism. Her best friend was African-American, black, whatever. I'm not trying to, you know, whatever. But she didn't pick her people because by what society thought was proper <laughs> or what, you know, remember how, you know, hard things were for Desi? Remember how she said they treated him so badly in Hollywood, even, even with his achievements, they still had to sneak a little racism in in there. That's why her cousin, Lucy and her cousin, took them, took him to Paris. They went to Paris to give him a break. 
only to find out there was even more racism in Paris. Because in Paris, they thought he was Native American. They wouldn't even let him in the restaurants. Come on, guys. Are we still that angry? Are we still that numb? Ah, what a waste. What a waste, what a waste, what a waste. But anyway, I was so surprised to hear uh, (laughs) that Eddie Murphy had movie night at Sammy Davis Jr. house on Tuesdays with Lucille Ball. Who knew? I thought I did. (laughs) Let me tell you what else I thought I knew. And I should be ashamed of myself because I really, really thought I knew a lot. I mean, I've seen every episode of I Love Lucy. I don't know how many times I have it on VHS, two copies VHS of every episode, just in case I have four copies of every episode of I Love Lucy on DVD, just in case I had five, but my doctor's mom was also a fan of I Love Lucy. So I gave her one of the com- my complete sets <laughs> because her daughter saved my life. So yeah, you can have a set, babe. You sure can. You can almost have two. Just just one for me. I, the other one, I mean, you know. But um, check this out. These cards, um, some have trivia on the back. Different questions about things that happened in this particular episode. And I, w- I thought I was like, loose. I, w- I thought I had my Lucy-isms down. Well, well, almost. Okay, I'm going to give you a little, little, little bit of information. And let's see if you can guess the right answers (laughs) to the questions I got wrong. I got them wrong. Okay, question one. The merchants can never be accused of being camera shy. So when a magazine journalist visits the Ricardos for a fan magazine interview, their landlords are quick to join. Now, this is episode number 83, and it's called Fan Magazine Interview. Question. What was the name of the magazine writer? Was it one, Sylvia Collins, two, Phoebe Littlefield or three, Eleanor Harris? What do you think? Which one was it? Well, wrong way web here. <laughs> I thought it was Sylvia Collins. I just, that was the first name when I, when I first read, I'm like, oh, that was Sylvia Collins. No, uh, it was not. It was Eleanor Harris. Eleanor Harris was the name of the writer of the magazine that did the interview, the fan magazine interview. (sighs) So now we both know. (laughs) Okay, number two. Deciding against other modes of transportation, train, plane, and bus, the Ricardos purchased a new car so they can drive to California and sightsee along the way. That is episode number 110, and it's titled, California, Here We've Come. Now, we've seen that shot. It's actually the shot that's used on the back 
of the trading cards. It's called California Here We Come. It's episode 110. Once Fred and Ethel are invited along, the foursome spends the day packing the car, finally making their merry way across the George Washington Bridge. Didn't know that. As they break into a chorus of California, here I come. Question. Okay, here we go. Name the year, make, and model of the new car. Hmm? Now, keep in mind, remember that one Fred brought? <laughs> remember the one Fred brought? We know that wasn't going anywhere. But what was the name, the year, and the model of the car that they finally did purchase? Give you a sec. One, two, three, four, five. Five, four, three, two, one. The name of the car was a Pontiac. And it was a 1955 Pontiac convertible. I thought it was a Cadillac. Then I remembered. Wait, after I got it wrong, I remembered. <laughs> after I read the answer, I remembered. Oh, yeah. The Cadillac was that thing that Fred brought home. The 19 whatever. <laughs> 10, 15, 20 Cadillac that Fred brought. That was the Cadillac that was stuck in my mind that I thought was the answer to the question. Okay, so I got those two wrong. Okay, question three, I mean, number three. Lucy and the merchants dress up as gangsters to help get back the $500 deposit Ricky has put down on a house in Connecticut. This is episode number 167. Whew. It's titled, Lucy Wants to Move to the Country. Episode number 167. Wow. I mean, that's saying something right there. Okay. Their charade is soon uncovered when Ricky, the brains, arrives to explain his wife's good intentions to the homeowners. Question. On what occasion does Ricky want to surprise Lucy with this house? What was the occasion that Lucy, that Desi, that Ricky <laughs> wanted to surprise Lucy with this house. Ready? It was their wedding anniversary. Oh, he wanted to surprise her on their wedding anniversary. That's so sweet. You know, but I mean, you know, not surprising. Okay. Final one. This says, okay. Lucy claims that her fondest dream to spend a weekend on an English country estate the Fox Hunt, it's titled, and it's episode number 143. Woo. Her wish soon comes true when she, Ricky, Fred, and Ethel are invited to Berkshire Manor by English cinnamon producer Sir Clive Richardson. Lucy's dream soon is turned into a nightmare when she joins a fox hunt. Remember that one? Remember that one? I do. <laughs> I do. Okay, question. Name Lucy's horse. Right? Name Lucy's horse. We remember the scene. I remember the scene. All of it. Even when she came back stuck in the bushes with the fox in the bushes with her. But the question is, name Lucy's horse. 
I'm gonna give you a little extra time for this one because not only did I not get it wrong, I didn't have an answer at all. I couldn't name Lucy's horse. I I, I mean, I, I, I don't know why, it just didn't register, it didn't land. It didn't land, it just went right over my head. Okay, the horse's name was Danny Boy. The horse's name was Danny Boy. Now see, this is why you have got to find these, and there's so many more. I mean, like I said, it's over a hundred cards here that Lori sent, and I appreciate you so much because I've had so much fun with these. They are so, so, so great. And each one has something on the back about Lucy Arnaz, Desi Arnaz, their children, the show. They are wonderful. And get the book. Don't get mad at Annie because, you know, I didn't appreciate her comment. You know, don't, 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 don't not get the book because of that. That's just one thing that she and I happen to disagree on. I happen to, I happen to look for the positive and as many things as I can. I don't look for the cloud. I prefer to see the silver lining. And I think that that way of thinking can remove a lot of toxic things from your mental Rolodex because there's really no room up there for that. It does you no good. It serves you no purpose. It just doesn't. There's no need. It's going to be there. Yes, bad things happen every day. That's never not going to happen, but we don't have to focus on that. We don't have to focus on that. What good do you do for yourself or anyone that has to come in contact with you if your jaws are tight you mad and angry and just all the time coming to work with all that rah rah and you know finding trying to look like i know people who look like they go through life trying to find something to be mad about and i look i'm like you're not coming over this way are you because i'm about to run keep that over there no thank you as my my grandson says no thank you i don't want to be sad (laughs) i just don't I don't have to be, but you know, that's, that's just me. I don't see any reason, purpose or, or what am I getting out of it? There, it just, just, just no wealth, no weight to it. I'm going to wake up and that means I'm already on the right side of the dirt. I'd rather be seen than viewed. And if I'm already given an opportunity, which means the today I woke up today, That's my chance to make it better than yesterday. It's an opportunity to make you better. Make the people around say something nice. If you've got someone in your life, on your job, in your family, whatever, whatever, that you come in contact with that fits that description of just all the time, watch what happens when you greet that negative with positive. Because dark cannot exist in light. Which one wins? You walk into a dark room, it's dark. That's why they call it a dark room. (laughs) Watch what happens when you turn on the light. That dark goes away. It's no longer a dark room. You can do the same thing with people. Sometimes people are looking for something to make them happy. They can't find it within themselves by themselves. Sometimes people need your smile because they cannot find their own. Share your joy. Share your smile. It's free. It's really, really free. You know how you go to the market. Now, this is one thing that makes me change markets. 
if I'm looking through the, I still get the, I'm old school. What can I tell you? I still go through the weekly flyers, the paper flyer. I don't look online to get the digital coupons, all that yada, yada. I'm not doing that. I'm sure they're there and they're great. I'm sure they're great. But for me, I sit on my front porch in the sun when we have it and I go through the flyers and I will change markets in a New York minute. If it says I have to buy 16 to get the deal. I don't want that. I want a one and done. It's the same thing with people. It's the same thing with, with anger. It's the same thing. You don't need 16 chances, 16 times to be upset when you can just take that one time and find the joy. Joy will stop anger. Joy will erase. A smile will erase a frown. Watch it. Try it. Go to the grocery store. I do it all the time because I like grocery stores. Can you tell? I like grocery stores. I always meet someone. I don't care when I go. If I see someone reaching for something that they can't quite get, go over there and hand it to them. Well, how much did that cost you? It was free. You didn't have to do it 16 times or buy three to get one, you know, to get the deal. Just do it. You know, if you're, if you're kind of affluent and you, you know, you're in line, you know, and you see someone, they don't have to know you. You don't have to know them. How much joy would it give them if you whisper to the clerk, Put their clothes, their toys, their food, their whatever on my bill and don't say anything. Don't pat yourself on the back when you do it because that removes the joy. Watch their appreciation. Watch their smile. First, their shock. (laughs) And then their, oh my God. Are you serious? Do you mean it? They're going to ask you that about three times. Are you serious? Do you mean it? Really? Because that's not something people are used to. People are not used to people doing kind things. And kindness is a choice. I say this all the time. It's not a condition. It's not a situation. Kindness is a choice. We were, my mom, before she passed, and I used to love to go to Calabasas and shop at the outlet mall. I wasn't crazy about it because I usually did the driving, (laughs) but it made my mom happy. So we do it. We go look at the stores and maybe just sit and have lunch and not buy anything. Just be with, be with people, share each other and just be in the moment together. And that gave her joy. So that wasn't, that's all I need is to see a smile on my mom's face. My sister's face, my brother's face, especially my brother's face, because that's my, that's my big brother, y'all. Y'all don't know. I hope you have one like I do. But to see a smile on someone's face, knowing that you helped change their day doesn't cost you anything, but it can make all the difference in the world to them, all the difference in the world. So share that smile. Let's not let's not talk about being being Lucille Ball fans, being fans of I Love Lucy and run around angry and growling all the time. That doesn't represent Lucy. That doesn't represent Lucy. That does. I mean, in 1953, she won the Best Comedian Award. Does that sound like somebody who goes through a life angry? Living in darkness and waiting for things to happen. Just can't wait. Can't wait for you to do something wrong so I can, aha. (laughs) You know, people go through life wanting that, aha, gotcha moment. I don't want that. 
I don't want that moment. If it makes you cry, it's going to make me cry because I have a very strict rule that nobody cries alone in my presence. Because if you're hurting, I'm hurting. I don't even have to know you. So let's get rid of it. Let's take out the trash and put it where it belongs. Can we make that promise? Can we do that? Can we do that? Can we do that? I'll tell you who does that for me. Lori does that for me with her wonderful, wonderful messages that she sends, the wonderful gifts just to be thought of. I appreciate. I do. You have no idea how much I people. I don't think people have to be kind. I think they choose to be kind. We were at the Calabasas uh, mall, uh, what do you call outlet mall one day? And some ladies were sitting across, you know, in on one of the other tables in the lunch area. And they were, they were just like me and my mom, just sitting there, chitty, chitty, chatting, chatting, you know, and they got up to leave. And I noticed on the back of the chair, a young, the one of the ladies had left her cardigan. Beautiful, yellow, sweet. I love cardigan sets. I think they, I like dainty things. My favorite outfit is a pair of <laughs> true religion jeans and a cashmere cardigan set, white pearls and high heels. What? Yes, I do. That's me. What can I tell you? <laughs> but anyway, she left her cardigan. So I grabbed it and my mother was like, what are you doing? I'm going to go find her. So I'm like, stay here, mom. Don't move. I'm going to come back right. I'm going to come back and get you. And I found them. I think they were in, what is the name? They were in Joe St. John's store, which I did not mind going into anyway, because I love her and her story. Um, and I found her and I handed her back her sweater and both the ladies just stood there. Like, what just happened? And I said, excuse me, ma'am, you left your cardigan in the lunch area. And she looked in my hand and saw her cardigan, beautiful yellow cardigan. And she said, and you found me? Yes. <laughs> of course I found you. I knew it was yours. I knew you didn't want to leave it. You brought it. That's why I know. So you, I know you want it. You know, I didn't say all that. But anyway, she said, you're too kind. And I said, no, 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 no. First of all, there is no such thing as too kind. Not to me. Not to me. I'm kind. Yes. But too kind. No. Because it's the choice I make and I try to make it every day. I try to make it every day. I go to church on Sunday. My favorite part about church is Sunday school. The people at the church, you know, some of them are nice. Most of them don't really like me. And you know, I do not care. I can't change someone's perception of me who does not know me. Usually, let me just tell you this. People who treat you funny that don't know you are doing it based on what someone else told them or said to them about you. Those aren't people you really want in your circle anyway, are they? We have nothing in common. So anyway, the people, in, they're not that nice to me. I don't care. Whatever. But I love my Sunday school. Most we, we age, uh, I think the oldest person in my Sunday school is 91. Right? 91. And we're there every Sunday on time. And we love it. But we go through a process of kindness that makes the 
day so, so, so much better. We hug, we greet, you know, we, we, you know, you need a pen, you know, what do you need? And we talk to each other, we share experiences with each other. And sometimes what someone else will say to someone else will help me. You know, it may be a situation that they've gone through, but it helps me. Or it may be something that I'm talking about with my daughter, which I talk about all the time because she's like my best friend. And one of the older ladies in my Sunday school that and I'm are very close and she's she's um, I won't give her name and without her permission, but she's she's 91. We just had her birthday and she told me, don't feel bad about what you did in the past. Just make sure to remember today going forward when you talk to your daughter, when you share. You can't go back to when she was a teenager and maybe not punish her for playing her music too loud or, you know, no, you can't go because you had chores and you did not do them. You've got to learn to be responsible. Don't think so much about that. Remember it, of course. But don't dwell on it because like in your car, you ever notice how big your front window is and how small your rear view mirror is? Don't reverse it. Don't make the past more important than what's in front of you. Focus on what's ahead. Remember it. That's why the mirror's there. You'll glance back every now and then. You'll glance back. Things that happen that will... Draw that memory forward, but don't stay back there. You're going to wreck. <laughs> Let me know where you're driving so I won't drive that day. <laughs> but it's, I've, I've learned and I'm still learning to let go of things I cannot change. Learn from them and push forward. What if Lucy had stayed focused on all those no's that she got on those auditions? Hmm? What had ha- what would have happened if Lucy had went, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll, I'll go do something else. That's not working. They told me no. Whoa, 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 it's me. <laughs> would we be having this conversation right now? No, because she, <laughs> there wouldn't be anything to talk about. If you let the no stop you, don't even bother to start. Because you're going to get them. You've got to push like Lucy did. You have to persevere like Lucy did. You have to stand strong like Lucy did and know that you know that you know that you know. And when you see someone else trying to do the same thing, reach over, reach down, reach wherever you have to and pull them up. You standing on their head will not make you taller. It just won't. So don't do that. So let's get our Lucy up. And again, let me say one more time before I go. Happy birthday, Desi Arnaz. Congratulations, Lucille Ball, for National Women's History Month. I salute you for all that you've done for us, for me, for women everywhere. Congratulations on your 15 awards and nominations. If I ever get enough money, I'm going to get that Lifetime Achievement Award back for you and give it to your family from that woman. We ain't going to talk. We ain't going to call her name. Just leave it at that. If ever God gives me what I need to get that back, I will definitely give it to your daughter and your son and your grandchildren because I know that's what you would want. Right. 
And now, go watch Madlock with Desi Arnaz Jr. He's right there. <laughs> and he looks so good. He's always been handsome, right? Well, I mean, look at his parents. Come on. He, no other way for him to come out. Good looking, good, good, good looking guy. But enjoy, enjoy National Women's History Month. Find a woman in your life that you would like to honor and honor her. Whatever she likes to do, she like going to the movies, take it to the movies, buy her some popcorn, just be with her in that moment. Tell her how much you appreciate what she did for you and how it has affected your life. Your mom, your grandmom, your neighbor, your teacher, your friend, a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, a coworker, whoever that woman was, find your phenomenal woman and celebrate her in the month of March for National Women's History Month. Okay? And if you want to attend some of the events I listed earlier, log on to womenshistorymonth.org and they will be listed there where they are, who's presenting, who's hosting, and um, try to find something that pleases you to attend. And we'll talk again soon. We'll talk again soon. I appreciate you so much. And I honor you, my national women. Lori, Liz, Elisa, and Fernando, I'll honor you on National Men's History Month, okay? <laughs> but thank you all for supporting my show. And thank you all for loving Lucy. We'll speak again. Until then, be happy, be safe, and smile. Bye for now.